Welcome to Tea Time with Mary. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski. I'm a former bikini fitness model turned self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hey friends, before we begin, I just wanted to let you know that this podcast episode is sponsored by my favorite books. Not literally, but I did create a book list for you with all of my favorite books for self-love and body image and self-confidence and just overall self-healing and growth. I am a huge personal growth person. And to be honest with you, a lot of the things that I talk about come from the books that I've read. I'm a big reader and I always tell my little sister, readers are leaders. And I love audiobooks. I love book books. I love Kindle. I love all the forms of books. Just give me all the goods. So I decided to create a book list for you with my top 25 favorite books. And I actually add to this list. So there's probably going to be more than 25 books on it. But I have narrowed it down to top 25 books that you need to read to start the self-love journey. I'm not saying you have to read all the books right now, but you should have this list handy dandy for when you're getting a book on Amazon or shopping in your Audible or whatever. So I've created this book list and you can get it at maryscupoftea.com slash books. And I will also put it in the show notes. And let me know how you like these recommendations by screenshotting what you're reading and tagging me in your Instagram stories. I always love seeing you use my recommendations. It just makes my whole day because we're like a little community. So anyways, maryscupoftea.com slash books. Go get it. Hi, everyone. How you doing? I miss you. I seriously, seriously miss you. I feel like I'm going to reinstall Instagram on my phone very soon because I really do miss connecting with everybody and creating content and all that good stuff. But I know I just need a few more days here to myself. I just wrapped up the first round of Beyond Body. And if you haven't heard of Beyond Body, it's my online retreat program. So basically, it's a body image program where a hundred women got together all online, all virtually via Zoom and in our Facebook group. And I walked them through my entire retreat process, except spanned over one month. So instead of coming to a retreat in person and doing like a four-day crash course in Costa Rica, <laughs> these girls came together online and there was just a whole program that I guided them on, guided them. Why does that not sound like the past tense? But anyways, it was so beautiful, so wonderful, so amazing, and also a lot of my energy outwards. So I'm taking a couple days to focus inwards. Um, And I invite you to do the same, like have a balance of energy out versus energy in and always do a little, you know, check, like a little reflection with yourself. Like, am I bringing in as much energy as I am putting out? And if the answer is no, and you're feeling disbalanced, then self-care, girl, then you got to take care of yourself. You got to take time off and rest before you're tired. That is so important. My therapist always asks me, what are you doing to take care of yourself right now? And that's a question she asks me almost every single week. And it's just such a good reminder. So anyways, In our Beyond Body group, even though it ended, our Facebook group is still active. So all the retreat sisters still get to support each other through the Facebook group. And we still have a group chat, which has given me so much life. It's just such a cool thing to do during the pandemic, like not only teaching a body image program, but also connecting with like-minded women, which is everything I wanted because I'm feeling 
lonely. <laughs> and I just need more connection with like genuine people who get it. So anyways, I will be doing Beyond Body again. If you're not on the wait list for that, then go to the link in my Instagram bio and the wait list is linked there. Um, there's a wait list that has over a thousand people right now, but I do like split it up so that way it's fair and you can get your equal shot at joining this program. So I'll probably be doing that later this fall. I'm thinking like, October. So if you're not on the wait list, doesn't hurt to put your name on the wait list, go and do that. But anyways, today I got a question from a retreat sister in the Facebook group. And she said, sisters, hashtag help a sister out is the hashtag that we use, um, you know, to call for help or to ask for support. And she asked, what are some tips for a bad body image day? And I'm like, this is just so good because bad body image days come up anytime. It doesn't matter how far into your journey you are. It doesn't even matter if you struggle with body image in any way. I think everybody has bad body image days, even if you're a man, a woman, even if you've never had disordered eating or an eating disorder in the past, even if you've never dieted, you always have days where you wake up just feeling like yuck and like, you know, not feeling totally comfortable and looking in the mirror and totally comfortable with who you are. And I used to say like back in high school, this is just kind of a toxic belief, but whatever, it's real. Back in high school, there were some days where I'd wake up in the morning and I would text my friends and be like, my face looks weird today. You know, when your face, you just wake up and like, it just looks different in the mirror and you just aren't feeling it. (laughs) And that just sends you in like a spiral of bad body image thoughts. So this happens. That's all I'm trying to say is that this happens and this is totally valid and it doesn't matter where you're at in your journey, it's going to come up. So I wanted to do this short podcast episode with a few tips on how I personally handle bad body image days now, like four years into recovery and things that have also helped me the most the past four years. Um, And that way you can hopefully use them in your life and also know this. This is probably the most important part. This actually also came from a question that I got at an online retreat and somebody asked me like, Mary, I think I'm getting the hang of this whole confidence thing and I feel totally good, you know, when I have my hair done, my makeup done and my outfits on point and I'm feeling myself um, and I feel like I'm getting the hang of this whole self-love thing. But on the days where I wake up like feeling bloated or just uncomfortable in my skin or like just not good, right? She's like, it's just so hard to love myself on those days. And my response to that was, well, first of all, this is like a bigger cultural issue of how much focus us women and men and everybody in this world puts on women's appearance and how closely tied and strongly tied our appearance is to our self-worth. So the thing is that, like I said, everybody wakes up and has bad body image days, but it's about how do we let those body image days affect our life? How do we let what we see in the mirror affect how we're going to show up in our lives, right? And if you think of like a dude in your life who, statistically speaking, have less struggles with body image at this point in time, a guy would wake up and be like, eh, you know, feeling bloated, whatever, going to have some water, some coffee. I'm going to go shit later. It'll all be good. (laughs) At least that's how I kind of see my boyfriend handling the situation, right? Whereas a girl or a woman wakes up and if she doesn't like what she sees in the mirror or even her hair is not cooperating with her or, you know, you smudged your makeup and now it's just all a mess, like, that is just that much more devastating because our whole lives we have been told that the most important thing that we can be and the most valuable thing that we can be in this society is pretty, right? So because of that, it the weight 
is that much heavier on our shoulders. So that is one thing that you have to recognize is that every time that you fight body image thoughts, negative body image thoughts, or you know, anything relating to self-love, you are literally being a badass feminist who is not letting these patriarchal, patriarchal beliefs run your life. Like you are literally fighting the patriarchy, not just for yourself, but for women everywhere, which is why this is so important and why I recommend books like Beauty Sick and The Confidence Code and Sonia Renee Taylor's work about how the body is not an apology and how our bodies and our body image and self-love has been so tied with oppression, which so many people experience in all sorts of shapes and sizes and skin colors and sexualities and genders. And it is just such a deep and layered issue. So know that every time you are fighting negative body image thoughts in your head, you are fighting for people everywhere. You are fighting for women. You are fighting for marginalized folks. You are fighting for people who are oppressed by the patriarchy, which is so many people. So it's important. And this is why I'm so passionate about it is because it is so important. This is not just about feeling pretty and feeling comfortable with who you are. Although, yes, I want you to feel good about yourself, but I also want you to see the bigger picture. So the other thing that I said to this girl who asked this question, going back to that question, is that confidence is built on those bad days. Everybody, nearly everyone feels confident when their hair is done and their makeup is done and they have a hot dress and they're going out with their girlfriends and they're a little drunk, you know, like everybody feels confident. They're feeling themselves on those days. Um, And I love that. I want more women to feel like that more of the time. But when we truly work that confidence muscle is actually when we're feeling not so great, but we refuse to let that image-driven conversation and those, you know, beliefs from the patriarchy about how important a woman's appearance is, that is when we build true inner confidence that doesn't depend on the external, that doesn't depend on how you look or how you think you look or how you think other people think you look, (laughs) right? That is that true inner confidence. So the way you handle the bad body image days are directly tied to how strong your love for yourself is. It is very easy to feel all fine and dandy when things are fine and dandy. It is how you handle those difficult times that make the most long-term impact in your journey. So all that little intro aside, I want to give you some like practical, tangible, and mindset tips for those bad body image days. Firstly, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to keep saying it until you're so fucking annoyed with me that you can't get it out of your head and you never, ever let a bad body image thought ruin your life. And that is don't let your body image ruin your life experience. This is what I talk about in my TED Talk. The body is not an image. It's an experience. So even if you have image-related thoughts, you don't have to let them ruin your life. They could literally be just thoughts. And we all know where those thoughts come from. They come from other people's opinions, other people's expectations, society's unrealistic beauty ideals, uh, the patriarchy. Like so many places these thoughts come from, they're not even your own. So don't let them ruin your life because they are not yours. You don't want to take up other people's toxic beliefs 
and let yourself be so affected by them that they take away from your life. No, 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 no. We have to show up for ourselves extra hard on those days that it is extra hard to do so. So just an example, like how many times have you woken up in the morning and if you felt bloated or you felt ugly or you just didn't feel like yourself and you instantly started like criticizing yourself, which leads to this cycle of like, okay, well, I feel like shit. So I guess I'm just going to wash my face, put on a big t-shirt and leggings and do whatever it is I need to do. Right. And you kind of just like distract, you push away the situation, then you beat yourself up for it even more because you're like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Why am I having bad body image thoughts? And then you fail to take care of yourself. So you, I don't know, don't do your self-care routine that you would usually in the morning or you're tempted to skip breakfast or you follow through on that temptation and you skip breakfast or you feel ugly. So you go to the Starbucks and you're not that friendly to the barista because you just don't want anybody to see you or to talk to you or acknowledge you because you just feel so low. I totally get you. This is where I was at, especially when I was competing my good days were directly tied to how skinny I felt. Literally directly tied to the number on the scale and how flat my stomach was. And I would let, ow, it just hit my knee. (laughs) I would let those conversations run and ruin my life. So literally I would sit in class. I wouldn't talk to anyone. I wouldn't raise my hand. So I was selling out of my education. I wouldn't talk to hot guys. So I was selling out on my relationships. I would further isolate myself. Um, I wouldn't wash my hair or brush my teeth sometimes even. So I would neglect self-care completely just because I wanted to just like create the self-fulfilling prophecy of self-hate. And what this is really about is you want to be right about how bad you feel. I'm going to say that again. You want to be right about how shitty you feel in your body. So that way, at the end of the day, you could come back around and say, see, I told you so, right? See, I told you I suck. I told you I'm ugly. I told you that I look fat today. And that is what that is about. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a story we keep telling ourselves and we make it come true. So that way, it's an excuse for us to keep playing small and keep getting stuck in this cycle. So the key, as I explained in my TED Talk, is to show up anyways, dress up anyways, talk to that hot guy or girl anyways. I don't care if you're wearing makeup, go talk to them. Slide in the DMs because we're in the middle of a pandemic. Take care of yourself. Take extra care of yourself. Make this like you overcompensating for the fact that you feel bad by actually showing up in the areas of your life that matter right? When we're feeling confident, we're like, yeah, I got this. But when you're feeling not so confident, especially in your body, then I want you to overcompensate in the areas of your life that matter. So your relationships, your career, your social life, your spirituality, everything that makes you feel good and grounded, and the things that actually matter so much more than your appearance, I want you to put extra effort and energy and attention into that. So that way you can prove that story wrong. So that way you could be like, uh, fuck you. I'm having bad, a, a bad body, a bad body image day. I'm having a bad body image day, but fuck you. It's not going to ruin my life. I'm just going to keep moving on and live my life just like I would. 
This is what I mean by not letting your body image take away from your life experience. You can still live a great life even if you don't feel pretty. In fact, your life might actually be even better. And that is what I'm all about. That is true empowerment. So that is tip number one. Don't let your body image ruin your life experience. Number two, I hinted at this earlier, but you have to ask yourself, why am I blaming my body right now? Why am I blaming my body right now? What is really going on? And I know it's cliche to be like, what's the root cause of this? And yeah, that's part of it. You do have to figure out like where this is coming from, but you also have to figure out what this is directed at. So oftentimes we're feeling unsure or uncertain or stressed or unworthy or sad in one area of our life and we direct it towards our body and we blame our bodies for our pain. We say, oh, well, if I don't look like that, then my life would be better. If I looked better, then my life would be better. And that's not true. And again, you can see how this is socialized into us as girls and women, right? You can see that we are asked, well, what were you wearing, right? When it comes to situations of sexual assault, we get asked, well, what did you say to provoke him? Also in situations of sexual assault or relationships or honestly anything, even if you just have a conflict with your boss. Oh, well, what did you say? What did you do? Because you're to blame. And that's what happens in a society where girls and women grow up always taking the blame and always feeling guilty. We learn that our bodies are the problem, that our mannerisms are the problem, that the way we look is the problem. So it's no surprise that we have bad body image days Generally, when we are feeling stressed or sad or uncertain or unworthy, right, especially during this difficult pandemic time, we try to control the uncontrollable. And oftentimes this stems from things like comparing yourself to others on social media, um, selling yourself short, you know, being too afraid to fully let yourself be seen, even when you're having a bad body image day. And this takes away the focus from this, from your bigger purpose. So it's basically an excuse to play small, right? It's basically an excuse to play small because again, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where you're telling yourself the story. Well, if I don't look like this confident, badass woman that I saw on social media, then I must not be the confidence, badass, badass woman that I want to be. When in reality, you're telling yourself this so that you can further play small, so that you can keep yourself in that safe box, that safe box where you keep doing the same things and keep treating yourself the same way and keep telling yourself shitty things. And oftentimes that is just like a protective mechanism where we just don't want to put ourselves out there. We don't want to deal with the real problem and we're too afraid to ask for help and support. And so we're like, okay, I'm just going to blame my body. And then once I blame my body, then I'll start controlling my body. And then once I control my body, then I can fix my body. And once I fix my body, then everything will be okay because I'll finally be confident and happy and free because that is what society promises me. But it's not true. So we have to stop blaming our beautiful bodies for our pain, for those deeper issues. We have to stop putting the blame on our body and address the real thing. 
So ask yourself, why am I blaming my body right now? And where would that energy be better directed, right? What can I deal with right now? For me these days, it has a lot to do with my relationship. I still kind of have this like almost revenge mindset. Like if boyfriend pisses me off, I'm like, well, I'm just going to show you how beautiful I am. Again, because this is like this subconscious thing that I've been trained my whole life that the most important thing a woman could be is beautiful. So I'm like, oh, I'll show him. He'll be missing out. And then I put this all this energy and attention into how I look. And so it'll either make me like try to make myself look really good, good in quotes, or try to beat myself up and look, feel like I look really bad. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but just notice how you're letting your body image, you know, how it plays into your relationships. So for me, I blame my body if something is feeling shaky in my relationship, even if it's just a simple conflict. Like today, we just had a little fight, a miscommunication, nothing huge, and we're totally okay now. But unfortunately, because for so long I have struggled with body image and my eating disorder, it still comes up where I'm like, well, maybe it's because of how I look. Maybe it's my body. Maybe he's not attracted to me. And this spiral continues. So you have to break that spiral. You have to break that cycle. Just like we're not letting our body image ruin our life experience. That's more of the tangible, practical, physical way that we're breaking the cycle. You also have to emotionally break the cycle by asking yourself, why are you blaming your body right now? And getting really honest with yourself. Remember, get real with how you feel so that you can heal. So tips number three, and I say tips intentionally because I just want to give you some more practical things. I know we've talked about very deep things that have more to do with mindset than anything else, but like some things that you can actually do on those baddie, bad, baddie, on those baddie body image days, <laughs> some things you can actually do that'll help make you feel better is drink lots of water. Seriously, drink a lot of water. Your body is 75% water. Your body is happy when you give it water. So make sure to drink water. I know it sounds so simple and stupid, but drink your water. Um, the last thing you need is to be dehydrated because then you really will feel like shit. And that's especially important during the summer. So drink your water. Take care of your body. Wear something you feel good in. And when I say good, I mean something that you actually feel good in, not something that you look good in, quote unquote, but something you feel good in. So I don't care if it's your favorite, most glamorous outfit, or if it's a pair of sweatpants and t-shirt that is just comfy cozy. Either one is good. Like whatever you feel good in, wear that. Put some effort into it. Make sure your clothes are clean. <laughs> when I struggled with bad body image, I'm like, whatever. I'll just wear whatever the fuck comes up and that's it. <laughs> and I just will neglect, again, that self-care. So wear something that you feel yourself in. Eat delicious and nutritious food. Don't fall into the diet cycle, please. You have to have breakfast. You have to have big meals. I don't care how much you ate yesterday. You get to eat today. You get to eat today. You get to take care of your body and you get to keep telling your body that no matter how bad I feel, I will never ever abuse you again. So don't do it. Eat food. Cook for yourself. Be nice to yourself. Eat balanced food that makes you feel good, that is tasty, that's delicious, that's nutrient-dense. Get some veggies in there, but also have dessert. 
Eat food that really nourishes your body, mind, and soul. Another tip is to tell a friend how you're feeling. It is very important to get your feelings validated. And usually, especially our girlfriends, they can totally relate. And they'll right away be like, yeah, you know, I have those days too. Me too. I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And just getting it off your chest is so validating. So talk to a friend. Talk to someone. Don't bottle it up. And then do something kind for yourself. On the days where I'm feeling low, I will drive to a a drive-thru, like a coffee drive-thru, and I will get my favorite coffee. I will get the latte and I will pay $7 for it. (laughs) But I do that on the days that I feel bad to make myself feel good. It is like a treat yourself kind of thing. You want to put that extra effort into your self-care because that will help make you feel better. Not only will it help make you feel better, but it will train that self-care muscle. It'll tell your spirit and the universe that like, yo, I'm here for you. I don't care what you look like. I'm always here for you. So do something kind for yourself. Take time off. Take a freaking nap. Write in your journal. Read for pleasure. Watch TV. Bake cookies. Do something nice for yourself. Don't try to like hustle and work it off and and do this horrible hard workout and punish yourself further. No, this is the time to be extra kind to yourself. I promise. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but self-compassion is the only way. If you beat yourself up, it'll only get worse in the long run. So self-compassion, please, okay? So these are just some of my tips. Literally the things that I do right now in this moment and, you know, in every moment, every time I feel like I'm not having, you know, a good body image day. And this stuff helps. Please follow this advice because it truly helps. And it is like a muscle. You have to train it in the same way that we have been trained to have these negative beliefs about our bodies. We have to undo that. And these are the things that are going to help undo that. And like I said at the beginning, this is where it matters. What you do on those bad days is what's going to help you in the long run. That's where true inner confidence, inner self-love is built. Not on the days when it's convenient, but on the days where you and your body need you the most, your love and care and compassion. Okay, so I hope these tips help. I hope that you're starting to have more good body image days than bad ones after listening to this podcast and hopefully diving into the, some some of the stuff that I've created out there. If you do want to go deeper with me um, and in your body image and self-love journey, like I said, I will be relaunching Beyond Body and there will be another group going through this in the fall. Um, four weeks. It's online retreat style. So we meet every single week on Zoom. You also have pre-recorded content. Um, so you can revisit that anytime. Like literally you have lifetime access to all this stuff. Everything is recorded. Everything is there for you. The community is freaking amazing. (laughs) Like you don't know how many times I've scrolled through this Facebook group and just cried because it's everything that I needed when I was going through my journey. Um, And it's everything that I'm just so proud to have created is the community support, especially. There's nothing like having people who just understand you and who are there for you. So if you're interested in Beyond Body, make sure to put your name on the wait list that is in my Instagram bio. And like I said, I will be back on the gram soon and I can't wait to see you and connect with you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please screenshot it and tag me in your Instagram stories. It really does help spread the word about this podcast. And like I mentioned in my last episode about 
being off social media and just trying to like put my energy into longer form things like podcasting and online programs and retreats more than, you know, social media and like talking about my makeup and my outfit. I really want to do more of this stuff. So your support on the podcast really means the world to me. If you haven't left a review already, I would so appreciate that, especially if you listen on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. Those are the reviews that mattered the most. So make sure you're subscribed, uh, leave a review and tell me what you think of the show. Um, That really means the world to me. And with all that being said, I love you. I am wishing you the best and I can't wait to connect with you when I'm back on Instagram very soon. Thanks for listening.